good morning good afternoon or good night welcome back to vibe check i'm your host gerardo espinoza and i deeply apologize for the lack of content that you guys have seen um you know i did miss my once a week upload schedule i had but life comes around and you know you got to work around it you know, I haven't given up on this podcast. It's, you know, it's still a good, it's still an enjoyable experience. And besides, I, I'm I'm not losing money or losing anything by not following my guidelines. Those are more just for me kind of getting a sense of, all right, it, this isn't just some kind of like, oh, this whatever. It, it is in a way, but... I don't know. It's like it's like a hobby, you know? It's like me playing music. Like, yeah, it's fun and it's whatever, but also you got to have a sense of uh, <clears throat> discipline with it. So I'm currently probably getting sick, if not so already. Hopefully I'll go inside and get one of Grandma's remedies and I'll, act- I'll be feeling better. Um, oh, yeah, Grandma's visiting. Uh, my Grandma from Mexico, she lives in Mexico, from my mom's side, she was visiting my aunt at first, and my aunt lives like, it's a five hour drive away from here, and grandma went, uh, she usually visits, she gets here, you know, LAX, then she comes over here, and then my aunt's like, I I want mom, and you know, and so she goes over there, (coughs) it's a five hour drive, she hates it, and this time she just decided to go over there so my aunt wouldn't, you know, be like, oh, when is it my turn? And and now she came back over. Now she, towards the end of her trip, she's ending it over here. And it's really nice to have her around. I seriously, I love this little old lady to death. She's, you know, she's amazing. And, you know, and it gets me thinking sometimes how... Like, yeah, we love family, and, you know, some of us have, some of us might have some troubles with them, and to anyone who um, has some serious family problems, I I am so sorry, but it doesn't have to be family, just anyone who cares about you, and you, you know, you care about them, not because you owe it to them, just because you want to care about them. Love is such a magnificent thing, <clears throat> be it, you know, friends, family, romance, it's, and they all kind of have their own unique flavor, but that's a, that's a whole different spoonful of a conversation, but yeah, grandma, you know, I, I really hope you'll be around for as, as long as, uh, as long as you can keep up a uh, fun little story is my grandma has battled cancer a couple of times and she she's not supposed to be alive because after I think it was like maybe the first or second time that she was uh, going through it she you know and she survived and the doctor was after after it all, oh, the doctor told her, "Pinche vieja sangrona," you know, like 
um, translation is like fucking. Uh, how do I translate sangrona? Like fucking old lady, you have a bunch of blood, you know. So, you know, they weren't too uh, confident that she was gonna make it, and she did. <coughs> so every every day that she's here, and every day day that she's over in Mexico, but you know, she's talking on the phone with my mom, and you know, she she sends me like a hello or something. It's it's a gift, and I. I try to make the most of it, you know, that doesn't mean I live every day, um, it, I don't take it for granted, but, yeah, you know, I don't act all out on it every day, because we can't do that for everything, every day, and it, you know, it's like, we kind of, it's not that we take it for granted, but we just have to, like, okay, yeah, you know, we have this, but also, you know, there's other stuff that needs to get be addressed. But you know, it's like a it's like a juggling act. <clears throat> and well, let me let me talk to you guys about this week. It's been quite eventful. Um I lost, you know, they're asking for like six hundred dollars back for my FAFSA because um you you know dropped one class and boop they're like you don't qualify for all of this money and I'm like I don't even I don't even have the money it's still on hold so <laughs> you're gonna have to wait a bit while I give you your money back I want to start looking for a job soon and hopefully I I just want the job um I used to want to work just to kind of like distract myself and get myself out of the house but lately um I don't know I've been I've been feeling a lot more I mean yeah sometimes I'm sure I'll, I'll you know I'll get bored at home and you know I just want to get out of the house but I feel like at this point it's the wanting to work is more so for the money than for the distraction and it used to be the opposite but right now you know it's and it's not because, like, oh, money, you know, I care about money. It's just money is kind of a nice thing to have so that I can pay for stuff, you know. And so we'll see how the job searching process goes. Um, there's uh, my younger, my youngest sister came home from school today and she's got uh, glasses that she needs to wear all the time and the first thing I thought about you know when when I when um because she shows up she's like oh look glasses and I'm like whoa and I asked my mom I asked her you know is she nearsighted is she farsighted she's like I don't know they just gave them to her at school she said she needed them so I checked the case they come in to see like if it if it said you know what what her prescription was or you know any of that stuff the only thing it said is I need to wear my glasses full time and I <laughs> I thought about um my little buttercup and how she <laughs> needs to have her glasses on all the time <coughs> 
And, you know, part of me was like, because literally yesterday I was talking about how it's like, or I, may, may I was just thinking about it, but the whole idea where, oh, you don't notice something until like it it's in your life. Like people who wear glasses, us people who don't wear glasses may sometimes forget how many people do wear glasses until we, you know, it's like until we need glasses or someone in in our daily lives or I don't know because oh yeah like all my you know I have a good amount of friends that wear glasses but this is my sister this is like in my household you know every day every morning you know I I have to in a way interact with the world of glasses so and I don't know part of me was felt kind of like um later on in the day I realized that you know I couldn't use the in that insult where like someone bumps into you or something because my younger sister stepped on me I think and I was like are you blind (laughs) and like I mean in a way I can't say that anymore because it's kind of like ouch I am and you know like yeah I say it with my friends but I don't know it's new to her she's very young right now so she's super excited about them but you know i'll i hope she doesn't grow up and it's like why you know kind of hate herself for it because it's not her fault and you know glasses aren't a bad thing hell i have a i have like a pair of glasses and like not shades like glasses glasses they have no prescription but you know they they look like like if they were prescription glasses and I just have them because it's like, you know, I don't know. Some, I, I don't know. Glasses feel like, I know they're. Not, I don't want to say they're an accessory, but because you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to downplay people who need them. And it's like, oh, it's just you. They're they're just they're extra. You don't even need them. But to me, I don't. I just have them, and it's like I. I don't know. I think that I think that actually has more to do with whatever insecurity that lies within for me. <laughs> but that's another another spoonful of a conversation. So yeah, I'm. I mean, I don't think it's for me to really kind of have any. Like yeah, I, you know, I have feelings about it, but I don't even know if they're. Like, okay, and, you know, I'm not the one wearing the glasses. She is. She's excited. I'm excited. Um, I just hope that she doesn't break them because glasses I hear, you know, are easy to break. And if you don't take care of them, then the money starts piling up. And I'm trying to get braces. Also trying to hopefully get a car. Or some method of motor transportation. And, you know, my middle sister, I don't think she's really... Mm, I, I know she wants to go on some trips. Like those those trips where they send you... Um, oh, they send you mail. And it's like, you're, we want your child to go to Washington. <coughs> and, like, that's cool. I used to get those, too. But they charge you money and... That's the equivalent of the trips I used to have for 
orchestra where it's like, oh, they sound super fun, but I don't think you're going to get money out of me. <coughs> but that's just, that's me, that's my family, that's the boat we're on. You know, to those of you that have gone on those field trips, what are they like, you know? Did they meet your expectations? Um, kind of wanted to address a certain topic, but on the way to where I'm recording right now, because, you know, the house or apartment is uh, kind of full. So I had to make I had to make some time because I really wanted to get a podcast out. And on my way walking here, I forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> but let me talk about let me t- let me go back to talking about that uh let me just go talk uh love love in general what is what is love is it you know are we talking about the noun we're we talking about the verb cuz love the noun is i kind of feel like looking it up uh like the actual definition but I'm pretty sure love is this, it's a feeling, right? It's like the basic description of it. It's a feeling. It's a, it's a nice feeling. Because if you were to ask like a, a first grader, like, what is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <coughs> they would probably tell, oh, it's a, it's a feeling you feel, um, it's a happy feeling, you know, something along those lines. And as we grow, we start to, you know, love. We start to realize that love can be very scary. And that's actually kind of part of it. Because if you love something or someone, it, the there's an equal force that makes you scared of, you know, losing that person or thing that makes you smile so much, that makes you feel so happy. (coughs) And so, well, you know, instead of talking about love, I think I'm going to talk about fears. So let me run through, you know, a couple of, like, normal or kind of like basic not philosophical fears that I have. Um, spiders, because, you know, they're spiders and uh, they'll kill you. Basically, any sort of, like, poisonous insects. I'm like, get that thing away from me, please. Mm. Loneliness. Although that, I feel like that one's a bit philosophical, but just kind of like, even just physically being alone can sometimes become a problem for me. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, heights, in a way. Like, I, like I, I'll go on roller coasters and stuff, but sometimes, you know, and being somewhat tall, oh, excuse, excuse me, being somewhat tall, Here's the thing, your feet are, you know, say you're like up on a wall or something and you're looking down and you're going to jump down to the ground. My feet 
are what are going to touch the floor. But between my feet and my eyes, it adds five, about six, somewhere between there, extra feet of distance. So it looks a lot scarier. You know, it's like, oh, this is a bigger drop. Um, but no, sometimes I'll be like on a swing and I'll start getting to the high point and I kind of feel like my chest get cold. It's a weird feeling. I think it's, it's, that's like where it's most prevalent. Like when I'm on a swing and I start going real high, I'll start gripping the chains or the whatever it's being held up by tighter. And it's like, Jesus, uh, <coughs> uh, I can't, oh, I'll, I'll try and remember it more as I continue talking, but I know I have like other basic kind of fears oh well death but that's philosophical so we'll probably address that one later funny thing is it's not my death okay it's not funny that's anyways any anyways so philosophical fears let's tackle uh, let's tackle loneliness because like a month back or so a couple weeks i had this nightmare and it kind of you know, the message it portrayed. Um, I like to believe that some dreams and some nightmares, you know, some of them have meaning. Some of them are just random concoctions that your mind throws up based on what you've seen, you know, what you've heard, whatever was in your mind. And it's just like a whole hot mess of, uh, you know, visuals and stuff. But this one had a meaning to it. Long story short, I... I'd gotten shot in the head and I was still alive and suddenly I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here bleeding, coughing out blood and there's no one around. Like before the shot, you know, there was people, there was like people I knew. I don't remember exactly who, but I knew I was at like some sort of event with people. You know, I went with like a, my family or friends or whatever. And after the shot, I, I, I found myself you know, like, shot in the head, for whatever, whatever reason, that didn't kill me, <clears throat> and I'm coughing out blood, and I'm, like, kind of doing a crawl walk kind of thing, around, like, a plaza, there's, like, a fountain, and I feel alone, I'm, like, who, who called the ambulance, you know, who, someone needs to call an ambulance, please, uh, I'm, you know, and, and then I had, like, a fear that, you know, whoever shot me was scared that I was going to go, like the shot was an accident and and they were scared that I was going to try and kill them back or they didn't want me like opening my mouth and I was scared that they were going to try and come and finish me off and also another fear I had afterwards was like you know they shot me in the head if I survive this you know <clears throat> are people gonna like you know that that's got to do some sort of damage to me you know are people gonna be like oh you know because people tend to have that sort of like pity on people and some people find like people like that weird and me personally I don't you know I'm just not you're nice to me I'm nice to you I'm nice to you and I hope you're nice to me and if you're not well then okay niceness elsewhere you know I don't care about you know anything else and I guess I was just scared that like I you know, are people going to see me differently and kind of like want to stay away from me because I, you know, I might 
act different now after the (coughs) brain damage and stuff. It was very scary. I woke up very um, uncomfortable and I was like, oh, thankfully, you know, it was all just a dream. And so I fear, you know, I have people around me. So it sounds, it almost sounds stupid when I say, oh, you know, I'm scared of being alone. I, and you know, when people reassure you, they tell you you're not alone. And I, I strongly believe that. I, I know I'm never alone, but sometimes it just feels like it. And what, what can I do about that? Like, I'm sure there's something, but maybe there isn't. Maybe not right now. I don't, I don't understand myself. I know, I know people are there to, you know, they'll listen to me. They'll offer, they'll give me advice. And it's, and still somehow, (coughs) or maybe I don't, like, I don't feel alone, but it's the fear of being alone. The fear that, you know, that these people won't be around or that, you know, that they'll all be busy <coughs> or something, you know? It's so so scary to think about. And that's not to mention, you know, when all these people were for sure just never... When they go and they'll never come back, you know, be it they leave, they move or whatever, or death. And that's um, that's the death I fear. I don't fear my own death. In a way, it's selfish. But yet again, I'm dead. So I can't... You know what? Nothing else matters to me after I'm dead. But <coughs> other people dying... I'm alive to experience the grief of them no longer being around my life for me to text them or give them a call or see them at a gathering or something. And that's... I don't think there's anything scarier than that for me, probably. To think that one day... um, And you think back to like every everything that they've done for you, every moment you guys have spent together, and it's whack to think that at some point. All right, and not all right, not just death, but just. Oof! Now we're moving into change. But but there's good things about change. There's nothing good about death. Other than oh, you know, I don't want to get scientifical. <laughs> But to think that at some point, you know, my parents who raised me, my mom who would wake me up in the morning for school, even in college, sometimes, you know, she asks, she's like, you're going to be late, and I'm like, 
I still have like an hour. Relax. <laughs> and my dad, who... Uh, he used to play cars and dominoes and cards with me when I was little. We grew up and we had silly arguments about misunderstandings. My sisters, who one was feisty little demon, the other one. Well, they were both feisty little demons. <laughs> <clears throat> All my friends, teams, every everyone who impacts me. At some point, we're all just going to fade, and one by one, we'll have to endure the grief of the connections we've made. So... You know, to anyone listening to this, why don't you address those people, whoever it may be. It doesn't have to be all of them, but you know, maybe just your mom, your your dad, your siblings, your friends, significant other, whoever it may be. Why don't you just let them know that you really appreciate them. And just thank them for for being around. It's sometimes we fear uncertainty, or well, rather, we fear uncertainty. You know, the unknown, where we don't know what to expect can be very scary yet death is a certainty that we fear ain't that something I really hope that one day to those of you listening maybe it's already happened maybe it hasn't Maybe it's happened more than once, but that you'll get, you'll, you'll have a moment, you know, think of me and whatever I may do and appreciate me. It can be for the, whatever, you know, you may think of it as something small or maybe like some huge thing. But to me, it'll be huge regardless because it'll be what keeps me appreciated, you know? Not that I, you know, I'm not too big on what people think about me. But you guys, you know, for what you do for me, I just hope I can pay you back. Not because an eye for an eye, you know, not because I owe you, but just because it'd be nice to return the favor. I have, I have some, 
plans for the future. For all these different areas of my life. And, you know, they're all going to have to connect. Because I'm only living one life. But throughout my life, I... I hope I can reach people, be it through music, be it through words, be it through these podcasts, and make you feel safe, happy, the good stuff. It's late. I should get some sleep. I have to get up early tomorrow. Send a text. Go back to sleep. But I still need to get up early. And Grandma's waiting for me inside. So I'm going to let you all Get back to whatever you're doing. And just want you guys to remember. And just keep this in the back of your heads for a bit after listening to this. We appreciate people. And they may know it. They may not know it. But whether they do or they don't, remind them that they're appreciated. Give them some examples. Why do you appreciate them? And just enjoy every moment you have with them. Because be it death or life's events... We don't know anything about the future. People can walk away or people can just never walk again. So don't ponder on those fears of How long will they be around? Will they be around? Just enjoy the moment. You see them smiling. Smile with them. Thank you for tuning into today's Vibe Check. I'm Gerardo Espinoza and I think you passed. Peace.